unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? Nathan, I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. And we left off and we're picking back up as a part two in one of my favorite series on the podcast and also one of my favorite copywriters of all time. So I'm excited to see what you've got lined up for us today. That's right. We're back with part two of Deep Headline Wisdom from Old Master John Caples in his book, Tested Advertising Methods, originally published in 1932. This is the fourth edition. Last week we covered, which was published in 74. Last week we covered the first half of his chapter called 29 Formulas for Writing Headlines. And like I said last week, This chapter is pure gold and no fat. This week, we covered the second half. There was simply too much in one chapter to cover it all in one show. Now, these formulas are simple. And in most cases, with these formulas, you still have to do the heavy lifting. They are formulas, but they're not templates. They show you where to start, which is always half the battle when you're writing anything. Anyway... This is Copywriter's Podcast, and here is where we start. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear in this podcast, and most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health, finance, and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. Okay, so last week we did the first 14 headline formulas. Let's just do a quick review of what we covered. And the first, well, one, three, four, and five were all words you can start your headline with. Announcing, new, now, last. Number two is giving it an announcement quality. Then moving on to number six, put a date in your headline. Seven, write it like a news headline. Eight, feature the price in your headline. Nine, feature reduced price. Ten, feature special merchandising offer. Eleven, feature an easy payment plan. Twelve, feature a free offer. Thirteen, offer information of value. Ding, 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 ding. That's that's a big one. And fourteen, tell a story. But today we're going to cover the second half of Chapter 5 in Capel's landmark book, Tested Advertising Methods, and we're covering this from the fourth edition. Two groups of headline formulas in the second half of that chapter for me, because there are four groups altogether and these are the last two, these two groups are more fun and more interesting than the ones we covered last week. Don't get me wrong. The ones we covered last week, which I summarized just a moment ago, are very powerful and very effective. I just don't think most of them offer as many creative possibilities that will still get results as the ones we're going to cover today. And to be sure, your headline does not need to be quote-unquote creative. It needs to be fresh and interesting enough to work. 
That's all. But after all, if you can have a little more fun coming up with it, no harm in that. Now, to emphasize how important headlines are and what a tightrope you're walking with them, let's start with these powerful four paragraphs from the previous chapter, chapter three, right and wrong, or two previous, two chapters before, right and wrong methods of writing headlines in, ever, in tested advertising methods. Remember, the reader's attention is yours only for a single involuntary instant. He will not use up his valuable time trying to figure out what you mean. He will simply turn the page. Modern day, click away, go to a new tab, keep scrolling. Do not run advertisements without headlines. Some advertisers do this in the mistaken notion that it is smart, modern, sophisticated, but they do not test their advertising. And if they did, these advertisers would realize that the only person who reads their copy is the proofreader who's paid to reader. read it. Now, what he says in the next sentence, next two paragraphs, what he says, now, what he says next is something you should commit to memory. You can't expect people to read your message unless you first give them in the headline, a powerful reason for reading it. To run an advertisement without a headline is like opening a store without hanging out a sign to tell people what kind of store it is. A few customers may come in the store, but many prospective customers will be lost. If there is any exception to this rule, it is where an excellent picture of the product is used. For example, says Caples, a beautiful four-color picture of delicious peaches with the name Del Monte at the bottom of the page conveys a message without a headline. Okay, so that's why headlines are so important, and I've never heard it said better than that. Let's go into section three now, and this is called Start Your Ad with These Keywords, and it's deceptively simple because Every one of these headline starters can be extremely powerful, but you have to use them in the right way. We'll talk about that and give some examples in a minute. Here's the list. Number 15, how to. Number 16, how. Number 17, why. Number 18, which. Number 19, who else. Number 20, this. 21, wanted. And 22, advice. Now, of all of the 29 formulas, these are my favorites because most of the time they come straight out of person-to-person -person ordinary conversation. Here's what I mean. Usually when someone is trying to get important information to another person or pass on some important information, they'll use one of these words. More than just satisfy curiosity, in many cases, what follows these words conveys specific useful value. For example, one parent might ask the other, how, how do we get Alicia to go to sleep? An apprentice auto mechanic might ask their mentor, which wrench is the best one for the job? And the mentor might pick up a half inch socket wrench and say, this one. All of the first Words in those examples, how, which, this, they're all key words from this Capels list. So let's look at some headlines using these key words. 
starting with how to. That is, the headline starts with how to. How to write better headlines without breaking a sweat. I could simply say four out of five copywriters really sweat when they try and write better headlines, and who wouldn't want to be the fifth one? But, eh, not as good, right? How to write better headlines without breaking a sweat. Number 17. Just start with the word how. How people are lowering blood pressure with a non-prescription supplement. I have a good friend who's been on prescription meds for years for blood pressure, and he wants to get off them. We've had more than one conversation about this. He wouldn't be able to hold himself back from reading an ad with a headline like, how people are lowering blood pressure with a non-prescription supplement. Number 18, start with the word why. Why some people almost always make money in the stock market. This is a famous headline from the 1940s that performed very, very well, started out in New York and went national and produced thousands of qualified leads for Merrill Lynch. Mm -hmm. Number 19, start with who else? Who else wants a keto solution that actually works? Rumor has it that a lot of people have trouble making keto diets work. Because of that, this headline should attract a lot of readers. Start with the word this. This is how you cure moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. I've seen so many ads on TV for meds that claim to clear up moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. I bet this would work great if you could get it past the lawyers. Now, saying cure and naming an actual disease in an ad can cause a lot of unwanted attention from the regulators, unless you've gotten clearance from the FDA, which is a whole nother universe from the one we live in here on <laughs> Copywriters Podcast. But you can use the word this in any number of other safer headlines. 21, start with the word wanted. I'm wondering if right now, are, are you are you like picturing an old uh, Western an old post office? Yep, you know, exactly. with the wanted poster for the guy with the handlebar mustache and so forth. That is exactly what I was picturing. You and me and probably it's about everyone It's steeped in that culture. So, all right, here's the legendary classified newspaper ad for the Shackleton Antarctic Expedition by Sir Ernest Henry Shackleton. Men wanted for a hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long nights of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return doubtful, honor and recognition in case of success. It's very compelling, but it may be more legendary than most people realize. Smithsonian Magazine says the ad probably never existed, but whether it did or not, it's still a great example of using the word wanted in a headline. Okay, number 22. Start with the word advice. In conversation, People often say to make a point, let me give you some advice. So here's the headline. Advice to podcasters. Here's how we got over 1 million downloads. Nathan, you and I could use this headline if we ever did a product about copywriters podcast. All right. So with all of those how, how to, why, who else, this, wanted advice, what are your thoughts? 
I like all of these. The who else one was the one that I had the most pushback when I first came across that style of, cause I was like, who else? That's so boring. But then I used it and I was like, holy crap, this is like a call out. It's a give me your input type of headline. And it's almost impossible for people to ignore. So that was the one I was most skeptical of, but also most impressed by. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And if you've, studied copywriting at all, you've seen it used in completely boffo situations, as well as historically, you know, for, you know, who else wants a beach body? Who else wants a whiter wash? You know, so who else wants and who else struggles with those were the two combinations that I found really powerful with that one. Ah, that's interesting. Well, with as far as struggles with misery loves company, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so let's get to number four, section four. And this is sort of like a potpourri. It's like, I don't know if they really fit in any one category. I'm giving them to you the way Cables put them in the book, and I guess he figured, well, they're, these are great, but I can't exactly put them in a category like I did with the other three, so I'll just give them to you. All right, I'll, re- I'll, I'll summarize them, and then I'll give you examples when you talk about each one. 23, use a testimonial style headline. 24, offer the reader a test. 25, use a one-word headline. 26, use a two-word headline. 27, warn the reader to delay buying. 28, let the advertiser speak directly to the reader. And 29, address your headline to a specific group or customer. Some of these approaches are more personal than the previous ones. For example, the testimonial headline, which is much shorter than what we usually think of as a testimonial, has the flavor of the advertiser or much more likely another customer speaking directly to the reader, more personal. I've used a couple of these approaches in my own ads and they work really well. I've used some of the other ones too, but I I really like these. Number 23 use a testimonial headline. My headlines didn't work until I followed the old master's advice. Now, notice how in this single sentence, we we usually think of a testimonial as a paragraph, but this is just a single sentence. So it has a lot of impact when you put the sentence together right. You would want to read the whole story if your headlines weren't working and if you'd like to find a new solution. Hey, let me ask you something. How would you like a complete copywriting course packed into a $10 Kindle book? Yeah? Then let me invite you to try Breakthrough Copywriting. It's only $10 and it's available now on Amazon as a Kindle. Breakthrough Copywriting was originally a $5,000 live seminar I held in Las Vegas. People flew in from all over the world to attend Breakthrough Copywriting. This Kindle book by the same name is a complete version of my four presentations at the seminar. If you would like to dig into copywriting basics or refresh the knowledge you already have, then you'll really like Breakthrough Copywriting. A-listers like John Carlton, Joe Sugarman, and Bob Bly give this book an A+, and you can read the reviews right on the Amazon site. This episode of the Copywriters Podcast is sponsored by Breakthrough Copywriting. Check this book out at Amazon.com today. And now, back to the Copywriters Podcast program, already in progress. Okay, number 24, offer the reader a test. 
do your Facebook ads pass the baby spit up test? Mm -hmm. This could be a headline for a course or a service writing Facebook ads so compelling that even if your baby interrupts you while you're reading or watching the ad, interrupts you by regurgitating their last meal all over their onesie, after you clean it up, you still feel compelled to go back and finish taking in the ad. I just made that up and I'm calling it the baby spit up test. Joe Vitale has a book called The Seven Lost Secrets of Success. And this one kind of ties into the wanted uh, headline that you were talking about where it's like, we want this type of person who's willing to take on these type of dangers and may not come back alive calling your person to like raise themselves to the to the position that they're supposed to be in to take themselves to the next level to test themselves when you say offer the reader a test and the and that wanted headline that those two kind of tie together for me the calling your reader to fulfill their destiny by buying your product yeah it's a great pitch if you can find a way to put it together credibly Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. 25. Use a one word headline. I've seen headlines that are dozens of words long. A lot of people try to imitate John Carlton without realizing that every single word in his headline does some work. And with what he was doing in every case, he couldn't have gotten it one word shorter and neither could you nor anybody else. Mm -hmm. And there are times for long headlines but there are also times for short headlines. And Caples suggests one word headlines as a formula, particularly when you have a target group. Here are five such one word headlines. Firefighters, runners, baristas, guitarists, weightlifters. You can't use one word headlines all the time, but it's an approach to consider as well as the next one, which is use a two-word headline. This can work well for a topic you can't squeeze into one word, like Facebook advertising, homeschooling, adventure travel, career advancement, healthy desserts. If you have something that will instantly appeal to people in a particular market, and you can convey that appeal in a compelling way in the first sentence of your copy, following a two-word headline, then you can do pretty well with a two-word headline. It feels like these are kind of like call out. I want your specific attention right here, right now. And that seems what to be the power behind the one and the two-word headlines. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you've, you've got to have a market that's already looking and looking pretty hard um, before this is going to work really well. Mm -hmm. All right. 27, warn the reader to delay buying. Mm -hmm. Now, in this example, I will give you a preview for next week's show. Don't start any campaign before reading sales funnel cheat codes. Of course, I think this is good advice anyway, because that's Nathan's new book, and he's going to share some razor-sharp advice on how to stop throwing money away and start making your funnel make money for you in next week's Copywriters Podcast. But I want to point out right now that if there's anything you can warn your prospect not to do before they check your product out, and you can make a good case for it, just like I did for Nathan's book, 
then this is a great approach to use. Since you've been name-checked, anything you want to say? I learned this from Joe Polish, and this is my favorite headline to use in lead generation campaigns. And I use it over and over, but the way that I typically use it is something like, warning, don't hire a carpet cleaner until you read this free report. Doing a call out specifically, you're about to do this thing, but don't do it until you find out the dirty little secrets of the industry is so powerful. And like I said, with lead generation campaigns, it works gangbusters. It's pretty much the only headline that I use. Wow. Okay. I, I, I did not know that, but I'm really glad to know that. I mean, that's, that's valuable information. All right. So number 28 is speak directly to the reader. And this is a very powerful headline. Now you could say they're all speaking directly to the reader, but this is usually making an I statement, though you're bonded, already bonded or really want to bond with the reader. It's very powerful. But in order to make it work, you have to serve two purposes at the same time. And for that reason, it can be a little harder to pull off effectively than some of the other ones. Here are the purposes. On the one hand, it has to come across as a heartfelt expression from whoever is speaking in the rest of the ad. On the other hand, it has to be intriguing and compelling enough to make the qualified reader want to go further. Now, Jay Abraham accomplished both of those objectives with a headline he made famous a few decades ago. I have to get this off my chest before I explode. Why does that work so well? Well, first of all, it sounds like Jay's personality. He's very passionate, so it's authentic from his end. And for a reader who already knows him, knows of him, or has some idea of what the topic of the copy might be, it definitely creates intense curiosity. What is going on that is so bad that he's got to vent about it before he loses it entirely? The thing with this headline is that you've got to follow through. You've got to deliver the goods. You've really got to come up with something where you can talk about how agitated you are and transition to an offer where someone reading it would be willing to take the action you want them to take. Of course, you don't have to use an enraged tone to make a speak to the reader headline work, but you do have to make a personal statement that creates enough momentum so that the reader will keep reading. And this kind of headline is a little harder to make work than most others. Here's one from Capel's book that's not nearly as emotional as Jay's headline, but should still work for the right prospect. I'll train you at home in for a good job in computer programming. I'll train you at home for a good job in computer programming. In a way, it's much more compelling than a comparatively detached headline using one of the earlier formulas, how to get trained at home for a good job in computer programming, which simply uses how to instead of a personal approach. But again, if you use a personal headline like the first one, then the rest of the copy needs to come across continuing as genuinely and appropriately personal. Mm -hmm. I think about email marketing when using this approach. A lot of times when I'm, when I'm writing emails for people, for clients or for myself, speaking directly to the audience, directly to the reader, not not like this is me trying to advertise to you. This is just me trying to have an email conversation with you. 
And that's one of the areas where this type of strategy, this type of formulating your conversation is really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. This book was written when all advertising was in print and then later radio, TV. The internet has changed this. Everything's a lot more personal now. I mean, everything's a lot more personal now. So, but, but yeah. And what I'm saying still applies. If you're going to write something personally, it, it really needs to deliver the goods. It really needs to be authentic, mm-hmm. but yeah. And number 29 is kind of related. It's address your headline to a specific group or a specific customer here. You can target your market using more than one or two words. A few examples to the copywriter who wants to go from good to great to football fans who want game analysis from real experts to everyone who's tired of the monthly cable bill. These kind of headlines aren't that hard to do. The trick here is to make sure you find a way to include all the people in the market you're targeting in the way that you word the headline. These ones feel like the, the call out method again is really important. Make sure you're, calling out exactly who you're trying to reach with the message so that when they see just within the first couple of words, they know, oh, this message is for me. Yeah. You've mentioned that several times and I'm glad you have because, you know, we've gotten sort of this pass the buck situation in a lot of internet marketing, especially as gets more developed and bureaucratized with specialized jobs. And someone thinks, oh, well, it's really the media buyer's job to target the market. Yeah, maybe maybe on a flow chart it is, or an org chart, um, but the fact is you've got to call out that customer. You know, the odds are against you, starting with the first letter of your copy. So you've got to, one, one way to put your thumb on the scale is to really call out the right people with what's on their mind. I know, easier said than done, but doable. Mm-hmm. Before we're out of here, a previous guest, Justin Brooke, he was talking about that exact thing about the copywriter saying, well, that's the media buyer's responsibility and the media buyer saying that's the copywriter's responsibility. And as somebody who's worked on both ends, I've been a media buyer and I've been a copywriter and knowing that it's kind of your responsibility on both ends to to clearly identify who it is that you're speaking with. Uh, if you leave it up to the other guy, you're not nearly going to have as good of a campaign as you would otherwise. Hey, I just had an idea. So there's this political news. There's this very famous White House lawyer named Eric Hirschman. And there's a very famous conversation he had, and I'm going to change it for this podcast. Whether you're a media buyer, copywriter, business owner, graphic designer, I want you to repeat these words. It's my responsibility. Absolutely. Okay. That was today's moral lesson. Okay. So <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's review these 15 formulas. How to, how, why, which, who else? This wanted advice. Those are, those are words that you can begin the, the um, headline with how to, how, why, which, who else, this wanted advice. And then the other ones are, the formulas are more like instructions. Use a testimonial style headline 
offer the reader a test, use a one-word headline, use a two-word headline, warn the reader to delay buying, let the advertiser di speak directly to your reader, and address your headline to a specific group or a specific customer. Okay, I'm going to jump in because I don't feel like you're going to do yourself justice here. This has been right. a great list, and I definitely want to plug the book again before we're out of here that they came from. But my favorite book of all time when it comes to headlines is Advertising Headlines That Make You Rich. There's so many great swipeable templates in that book as well. So I think that we would be doing a dis service to the listeners if we didn't also mention your book on headlines as well david well thank you yeah advertising headlines that make you rich that was hard to do hard to write but really valuable for a lot of people and i'm glad i did it all right and so the book that we've been talking about for the last two episodes let the listeners know what that is again before we're out of here it's tested advertising methods you can get the fifth edition very easily and cheaply I would suggest, though, this one's better, fourth edition, and it's going to cost you a, a bunch, 80, 90 bucks at least. You have to buy it used. There aren't too many of them around. But tested it. Either one, you'll be ahead of not having it at all. Tested Advertising Methods by John Caples. All right. Awesome. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you're subscribed on your favorite podcasting app and you can check out the first episode in this mini series in on uh, copywriterspodcast.com. And until next time, David, thank you so much. And we will catch you later. Thank you. And see you later. Before we go, a quick question. Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on garfinkelmedia.com, and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to garfinkelmedia.com and fill out the form. That's garfinkelmedia.com. Thanks, and see you next time on the Copywriters Podcast. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.